Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. Travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. You're listening to America's most popular and most widely syndicated radio travel show. I'm Rudy Maxa, your genial host. Glad you are. Well, uh, Sunday, the beginning of the year of the snake in China. Apparently, a lot of Chinese aren't real excited about that. They certainly like the Year of the Dragon that's ending Saturday, uh, that ended Saturday, but uh, they uh, are not so big about the snake image, apparently. And uh, Best Western is opening its first hotel in Kazakhstan. Best Western says this is part of its uh, effort to have more properties in the Commonwealth of Independent States. You know, those countries that used to be part of the former, or used to be the former Soviet Republics. This Best Western is going to have, has 196 rooms, 23 suites, a spa. Doesn't say it has a pool, though. No pool yet for Kazakhstan in the Best Western. Well, if you listen to this show regularly, you know we consider travel something you can do in your mind as well as in your own hometown, um, which is a good thing because there's not a whole lot of conventional travel taking place in the Northeast and New England as I broadcast live at 10 in the morning Eastern on Saturday. Almost 1,800 flights have been canceled. Again, this is as of 10 a.m. Saturday. A lot of my stations, a lot of our stations shift these shows to later on Saturday and into Sunday. So keep in mind I'm talking to you live at 10 Eastern or 10.07 Eastern on Saturday. Um, Newark and Kennedy open this morning, Saturday morning, partly. First they started with cargo flights. They're going to have some commercial flights. I think two of the runways uh, are open at Kennedy as I broadcast. But really don't expect commercial flights to resume normalcy until tomorrow at the earliest, probably Monday for most uh, most airports. Uh, Boston's not expected to open until late Saturday afternoon, and they don't expect regular flights until late Sunday. Part of the I-95 corridor, that part that runs through Connecticut, Rhode Island, and Massachusetts, is still closed to travel, as I talked to you this morning. And, of course, there are widespread power outages. New York City wasn't hard as, uh, as hard hit as some expected. People are on the streets. The subways are operating, but authorities have asked residents to avoid using cars and taxis, the better to help them clear the streets. Well, let's see what's coming up this hour here in Rudy Max's world. A longtime friend of the show, Keith Bellows, the editor-in-chief of National Geographic Traveler magazine, has a new book out. Its uh, title pretty much says it all, 100 Places That Can Change Your Child's Life, From Your Backyard to the Ends of the Earth. He's going to join us shortly. Then do you remember when trains had Pullman cars? I think a lot of us think of Pullman cars as simply train cars with tablecloth dining in one of the uh, cars, but they were much, much more than that. Hotel-based consultant Stanley Turkle will explain. Then travel writer Larry Olmsted says he thinks Delta is doing the right thing by linking a frequent flyer status to how much cash he or she spends to buy Delta tickets in a year. You know, last weekend, if you were listening, we had the father of frequent flyer programs aboard. He said he thought Delta was wrecking a perfectly good loyalty program. These new rules, by the way, don't go into effect until 2014. My guest today, Larry Olmsted, begs to differ. And, of course, I'll have a couple deals a week, but let's start by taking a look at some of this week's news and travel. American Airlines is board uh, is expected to vote next week on whether to merge, or this coming week, whether to merge with U.S. Airways. The merge would create the country's largest airline, and the betting is that the merger will indeed happen. U.S. Airways CEO Doug Parker is expected to be the merged airline CEO, and American's current CEO, Tom Horton, will become a non-executive chairman. I don't quite know what that means, a non-executive chairman, but there you go. Dallas News reporter Terry Maxson claimed two sources... Uh, have told him the deal is a go with a board vote early this coming week, an announcement later this coming week. 
The other cliffhanger in the world of commercial aviation, of course, is the disposition of those grounded Boeing 787 Dreamliners. Boeing is reportedly working on a redesign that will address the problem with the lithium batteries. A Boeing spokesman says, and here I quote, Hundreds of engineering and technical experts are working around the clock with the sole focus of resolving the issue and returning the 787 to flight status, unquote. Well, here's a problem we should all have. Actoral, excuse me, actress Rachel Bilson of the television series OC was stopped by a TSA agent in Los Angeles airport who thought that she was traveling as an unaccompanied minor. Rachel Bilson is 31 years old. She says maybe when she's older she'll appreciate being mistaken for someone so young, but then again she says when she gets wrinkles people might just say, She's the weirdest-looking teenager I've ever seen. It's not the first time something like this has happened uh, to an actor. Harry Potter star Emma Thompson was mistaken for an uh, unaccompanied minor at JFK Airport last year. From Aspen this week came the bad news that a woman was killed while skiing Aspen Mountain when she was hit by another female skier. The victim suffered traumatic brain injury, though both skiers were wearing helmets. It hasn't been a great season so far at the Aspen Snowmass area in this regard. A ski patrol member was killed when she triggered an avalanche in a closed area within the ski area boundaries of nearby Snowmass. A participant in a snowmobile event suffered fatal injuries. And another skier on Aspen Mountain died after suffering a cardiac event. And a backcountry skier skiing outside of the ski area slopes perished when he triggered an avalanche. That's why they put those flags up and those ropes. You're not supposed to go outside of the ski area slope area. Tuesday, the TSA demonstrated its new approach to airport security at Tampa's airport. The TSA is calling it a managed inclusion passenger screening program. Government's got to have something fancy, managed inclusion. In addition to the usual TSA screening line we're all familiar with, trained agents with four dogs uh, who are specifically trained to detect explosives will be checking passengers departing from the tram at uh, Tampa's airport and heading for the security line. So there are going to be some dogs sniffing about before you even get to the security lines. Then you'll have your regular security line and a trusted traveler line, but there will be a computer that will randomly assign even pre-check travelers to the regular take off your shoes and everything else line. TSA agents are also trained to detect unusual behavior, and they're going to be patrolling the airport. So that's it. That's managed inclusion passenger screening program. Let me break it down for you. The dogs are the first step. The agents looking for suspicious acting people are the second step. And the regular security lines are the third. Coming soon to an airport near you, perhaps. Uh, who knew that, uh, we're, speaking of actresses, who knew that uh, Kristen Chenwith uh, sometimes flies with an emotional support dog? Well, not American Airlines, apparently. What's an emotional support, do support dog? Well, it's a dog or other domestic pet that provides therapeutic support to its owner through companionship and affection. And while it's mostly disabled or elderly people who have emotional support dogs, anyone who can get a letter from a therapist or a psychiatrist is entitled to one um, and may live in housing that normally doesn't allow pets and could fly with a pet if they have a letter from that doctor, a mental health professional, as well as a certificate from a legit registry company. But when Chenwith uh, showed up at, for a Dallas to L.A. flight recently, she was told by an American Airlines gate agent supervisor she didn't have the proper paperwork. She insisted she did, and the agent became so verbally abusive, Chenwith broke into tears. Eventually, the airline figured out she was legal and did allow her to fly. But then Chenoweth tweeted about the incident this way, quote, American Airlines Dallas flight attendant supervisor Miss Kidwell abuse not okay, unquote. And she slugged her tweet, trip from hell. The airline saw that. The airline apologized, and American uh, refunded the $125 cabin pet charge, which is sort of weird because it's my understanding that emotional support pets don't have to pay an extra fee to fly with their owner. I'll let American and Miss Chenoweth uh, figure that out. <clears throat> now, I don't know if she was flying coach or first class. I presume it was first, but then I read a story in the Huffington Post about the number of celebrities who fly coach. Jessica, Jessica Alba was, uh, uh, was recently spotted in coach uh, while her kids and their nanny enjoyed first class. How nice. My guess is she was willing to trade seats for the peace and quiet. 
Claire Danes was seated in the very back of the plane, too, though she explained to friends at the SAG Awards in 2011 that she had to get back to work and it was the only seat available. Okay, so maybe that doesn't really count. And after she split from Tom Cruise, Katie Holmes and her daughter were seen flying to their home state of Ohio on a commercial jet, and Glenn Close sat in the middle seat, the middle seat, I tell you, on a JetBlue flight from Portland, Maine, to JFK. Chris O'Donnell, actor Chris O'Donnell, says he flies coach with his five kids because the cost of flying the whole family in first is so prohibitive. Quote, I used to put a cap on and sunglasses. Now I just run down the aisle chasing the kids saying, yep, it's me, I'm here, folks, 42C, unquote. Nikki Hilton was spotted uh, playing Scrabble in her iPod with Brandon Davis, middle seat coach in JetBlue flight. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. When you're running a facility, safety is key. That's why Granger offers over 70,000 diverse safety products, and that number's growing. Everything from personal protection gear and safety signs to online safety training tools, all to help you reduce injuries and downtime and keep up with regulations. You might say safety's our middle name. Yep, Granger Safety, uh, Granger. You get the idea. Cut back on costs and worries. Call quickgranger.com or stop by a branch today. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you have gout, listen closely. It's the sound of gout silently attacking joints between flares. You won't hear it and you may not feel it, but if your uric acid level remains high, crystals can continue to build up in your joints. Over time, this may lead to attacks in other joints, constant pain, and joint destruction. So don't wait. For more information, go to goutinfo.com and talk with your doctor about ways to keep your uric acid at a lower, healthy level. Ladies, are any of these symptoms familiar? Weight gain, hot flashes, rapid heartbeat, night sweats? How about fatigue, nausea, low energy? Or what about sleeplessness, low libido, and fat storage, especially around the belly area? If you're a woman over 40 experiencing any of these symptoms, you probably have hormonal imbalance. And until you balance your hormones, it'll be practically impossible to get rid of these problems. But you're in luck because Ambrin is the all-natural formula clinically shown to cause sustained weight loss in women over 40 with no big change in lifestyle. Ambrin restores hormonal balance in women over 40, so the extra pounds fall away and the other symptoms simply disappear. To receive a complimentary risk-free trial with a free 30-day supply, just be one of the first 50 callers right now at 1-800-525-2563. Free supplies are limited, so be one of the first callers right now at 1-800-525-2563. That's 1-800-525-2563. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. Nice to have you here. It is 18 minutes after the hour, and as I said at the top of the hour, a good friend of this show and an old friend of mine, Keith Bellows, is joining me. He's got a brand new book out, and as I said, the title says it all. It just literally just came out. You can get it on Amazon. 100 Places That Can Change Your Child's Life. Subtitled from the, your backyard to the ends of the earth, Keith. Welcome back to Rudy Max's world. It's nice to have you on. Oh, it's lovely to be here, Rudy. All right. Um, now, are these places that you've been? Are they? I, I know this isn't your typical book where it says, "Okay, you go to Paris and here are ten things you can do with your kids." It's not that kind of book, is it? No, it's not. It's really a book. It's in a lot of ways, it's a parenting book and then a travel book, but it's both. And so, it's really how to see the world through the eyes of children. And what I was trying to do is to take the places 
um, sort of commingle that, I guess, a little bit with the idea of how you bring your children up and let them see culture, let them see what's going on in the world. You have said to me, uh, friend to friend, I don't know if you say it in the book, but and I don't know how strongly you'd argue this, but I, I certainly think you would agree that at times children can learn more from traveling than sitting in a schoolroom. Oh, no question. In fact, we took our kids to the Galapagos. They, you know, the, the teachers, the teachers are the ones who know your kids. They're the ones who love to teach. They want to get them, you know, they want them to prepare, prepare them for the world. So if they go, go. So we come back, and the D.C. public school system sends us a letter and says, ooh, we see your children have been out of, out of school for five days, and that's, that's truancy. You're bad parents. Come and talk to us about this. Well, you know what I say to them? You know what? We're good parents. We care about them seeing what really counts, and that's the world. Did you go talk to them? Uh, they backed off, actually. Oh, okay. Well, well, as I say, this is not your typical, okay, here are 10 things to do in Paris, here are 10 things to do in, I don't know, Cleveland with your kids. Um, I'm looking at the description for the book, because I haven't gotten a copy yet. It just came out uh, uh, that in this book you'll meet Lorenzo Fazzi, who's a Venetian gondolier, who will talk about the secrets of the canals of Venice, how they all work. An Nantucket fisherman who gives you a nautical tour of the island. An animal tracker. Um, now, these, I gather, are personal experiences of, of yours. Sometimes with your, you have two children whose ages are? Uh, seven and eight. Seven and eight. And are these experiences and you've 25. had with your kids? And 25. Right? Are these experiences you've had with your kids? Yeah, they are. And, and the truth is that um, I sought not the expertise of travel experts. I, I really wanted to get people who just knew the place. So if, if it's Venice... You know, I wanted somebody who kind of had taken their daughter, their granddaughter, their, you know, whatever, out and really kind of knew how to look at a place through the eyes of children. It's all about seeing. It's all about seeing. And you, you mentioned Cleveland. So you, you can go to a place, and by the way, you do not have to get on a plane and go somewhere. Right. You can do it in your own backyard. And that's really, really important because, um, you know, Rudy and I have, you, you know, you, you, we've spent a lot of time in Washington together. Um, go to Chinatown, but see Chinatown through the eyes of a child. But, you know, it's very hard to do unless you allow yourself to follow your child. Let that them is, pick the places. It's excellent advice because they see things. I know I have two children as well. They're grown adults. They're adults now. But when, when I traveled with them, the things that they would focus on and draw lessons from were often things I either I was so used to seeing or I didn't even notice. Oh, totally. I am, a t I am so blind. And my world opens up when I allow my children to show it to me. Now, are all the hundred, I, I, I can't imagine all 100 experiences you had, are all 100 places you went to with your kids. Did you interview f other folks who had gone there? Tons. Um, as you well know, we have lots of friends, and we always go to people who really can see places. Um, and every single place, I sought out someone who had a, a child experience. They knew how to look at the place through a child's eyes. So important. Okay. Uh, well, my guest is, uh, is the editor-in-chief of National Geographic Traveler. He's also a vice president at National Geographic Society. He's a major mocker, i got to tell you. And he's got a new book out. It's available on Amazon, and I'm sure bookstores near you. And it is called 
100 places that can change your child's life from your backyard to the ends of the earth. Let's focus on the backyard. Uh, uh, you mentioned you live in Washington, D.C. You can go to Chinatown. Which is fair, we have a, uh, Washington has a fairly small Chinatown, but there is a Chinatown nonetheless. I often thought when I lived in D.C., like taking kids to the Washington Post newspaper when they used to print it still at 15th and L there, um, and seeing how the presses work and watching the paper come off at 4,000 miles an hour, those presses. Kids love that stuff, don't they? Go to a bakery. Oh, gosh, I'm so jealous. I would love to do that. Um, In fact, you can arrange a trip for me. I will do it with the kids. Yeah, (laughs) you know, the thing is, it's mostly in your backyard. Mm -hmm. The thing is to get the kids to allow the kids, not get the kids, allow the kids. In fact, I think there's a lot of stuff going around on around parenting, which is like, you got to do this. Here we go. Let's do this. Do bam, 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 bam. If you step back and let the kids lead you, and and you well know um, there's a wonderful place out in the eastern shore of Maryland um, that um, that uh, we visited, and it's near Easton. And you know the kids get out and they get nose to nose with the ground. They see bugs. They see stuff. They're digging around, um, and you just have to sit there and watch them. And you. Well, I, the best I thing about parenting is getting out of their way. I couldn't agree more. You and I have shared the, the place on the Eastern Shore in, in the past, and I remember my kids. As I say, they're grown now, but some of my fondest memories are being in the Eastern Shore with the kids and watching them you know, tie a, a, a chicken neck to a string and dropping it off a dock and pulling up crabs for dinner. You know, I mean, Absolutely. The, yeah. the kids, kids go nuts when they're five, six, seven years old to do that. They just love it, you know, and they get and they Yeah, and then they grow up, and that's... <laughs> And they grow up. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and now, now, is this a narrative book, or or does this have a lot of sidebars and boxes and 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 insights, bite size? Insights, yeah, you know, one of the things I think is that it is an it, it's it's part narrative, but there's a lot of you know there's there's a box of chocolate in there, and so there's lots of little bonbons, and the bonbons that I most love are the things that put you there, that get you there before you go, and maybe you never, ever get to go. But what what I'm starting to do, this is a little kind of project I'm on, is, uh, and I'm trying to do it today, too, is Saturdays become foreign day. So foreign day is like, okay, we're going to do Ireland today. We're going to listen to nothing but Irish music. We're going to have an Irish dinner. We're going to look at, we're going to, we're going to screen an Irish movie. We're going to read an Irish story. We're going to go there in proxy. And Dad's going to end the day with a shot of Irish. Dad's going to end the day with a shot of Irish whiskey. Well, you know, like at the end of the day, the dad needs it, right? Um, (laughs) And your kids are on board on this. They're on board on this. They're totally on board. In fact, they're the ones that gave me the idea because Kenzie, my my seven year old, came in and said, "Like, Dad, I want to read Irish books today." Mm. And you're like, "Oh, God, that's so wonderful! Let's read Irish books today." And you know what? It worked. It's amazing that her older brother went along with it. Uh, well, the older brother rarely goes along with anything, but once there's a game in there, mm-hmm. and we we got a puzzle, believe it or not, we got a puzzle. It was based in Ireland, and so and it's downstairs. It's not completed, but you know, it's, it's in, in process. And I think you're getting close to saying this, but we sort of went off in another direction. Having kids, I mean, your kids are quite young, but I'm I know they're very. I'm sure they're internet fast, facile to coin a phrase. Um, having them, I know you recently went with them and their mom to the Galapagos uh, yeah. Islands, and, and having them do research before they get there so they're invested in the trip and and feel part of it, invaluable. 
totally invaluable. And actually, because I'm a journalist, and so I can't, you know, I can't stop flogging the dog on this one, is that they also, you know, recorded their trip. Um, you can go on our website, and you can see they, I interviewed them for our uh, intelligent travel blog. And, um, you know, they took pictures, and they, you know, they've done all the PowerPoint stuff and drawings. And they I must want get, our kids to be involved in the process. And they must get a kick seeing him online. What is that website before I say goodbye to you, Keith? Oh, it's nationalgeographic.com and just slash intelligent travel. All right. Keith Bellows is the editor-in-chief of National Geographic uh, Traveler Magazine, uh, full journalistic exposure. I'm a contributing editor there, and Keith is a buddy, and I'm delighted to have him on the show. The book is called 100 Places That Can Change Your Child's Life from, a backyard to, from Your Backyard to the Ends of the Earth. It's published by National Geographic, of course. Check it out, Keith. Uh, have a lovely weekend. Uh, have, a, have a lovely time playing Ireland today. Yes, thank you very much, Rudy. Go on to the you. market. Well, I'm going to come to Washington. I'll take you to see the Washington Post uh, press, presses roll this weekend. Oh, I, we, we will do that in spades. Okay. Great. Take care. Stick around in just a take moment. We're going, to, we're going to learn a little history of the Pullman car from a, well, he's a hotel consultant, but he likes to delve into the history of things travel. Stanley Turkle is coming up next. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at rudymaxa.com. When you're running a facility, safety is key. That's why Granger offers over 70,000 diverse safety products. And that number's growing. Everything from personal protection gear and safety signs to online safety training tools. All to help you reduce injuries and downtime. And keep up with regulations. You might say safety's our middle name. Yep, Granger Safety, uh, Granger. You get the idea. Cut back on costs and worries. Call quickgranger.com or stop by a branch today. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. It's one of thousands of true travel tales they receive every year. Diane and her friend were enjoying a summer cruise in the Mediterranean when her legs started to itch uncontrollably. She let it go, thinking it would get better. But when she noticed it getting inflamed and red, her mind went to her worst fear. For the rest of the story and a chance to win a Kindle, visit TravelGuard.com slash stories. TravelGuard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Just as the Civil War was ending its, ending its last year, a guy named George Mortimer Pullman designed a car, a train car, that was much more comfortable sleeping in than previous models designed by others. George Pullman was born in New York in 1831, Albion, New York, and his father uh, invented a machine for transporting buildings on wheels, and George followed in his father's footsteps. But then on his business travels, he found these sleeping cars very uncomfortable. He thought he could do it better, and he did. I'm delighted to welcome to the show for the first time a, uh, a gentleman named Stanley Turkle. He's a well-known New York-based hotel consultant. He's got about 250 published articles and books, which you can find at Stanley, Stanley Turkle. Turkle is T-U-R-K-E-L. Stanley Turkle, all one word, dot 
com, and I read a fascinating piece that he wrote about George Pullman. And Stanley, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. Pleasure to be here, Rudy. Nice to see you. So, you. so the Pullman car, uh, the Pullman car started as a sleeping car, but it quickly, well, over the next few years, when he started working with railroads, it quickly expanded to much more, didn't it? It certainly did. Um, it first, as you say, was uh, the, the way that you would convert a day coach into a sleeping car. And uh, Pullman worked on that, just helped to design them, improve them, make the shock absorbers better so it was a more comfortable ride, and then ultimately put kitchens into those Pullman cars. That kitchen was a model. In 300 square feet, he made uh, uh, everything, the refrigerator, the oven, the stove, uh, the storage of food, the uh, cleanup, all of that so that the chef could prepare 250 meals a day. So that car was a sleeping car, a restaurant, uh, a meeting room. It was everything um, prior to uh, um, when there were railroads. Don't forget, in 1869, uh, the connection was made across uh, the United States between the Union Pacific and the Central Pacific. When they joined together so that you could go 3,000 miles across the United States, and Pullman was right in the middle of that revolution with this car. Wow, a six-day trip. And yes. I mentioned that his first sleeping car, he started designing in 1864. The Civil War, of course, ended a year later. Uh, and he was one of the first to provide good jobs for recently freed uh, slaves. But history seems to take two different, two opposing views of him. One is that he provided opportunity to those who had never been able to work their own job and make their own salary. And others who feel, well, he exploited a lot of these slaves. What is is there a definitive answer to this one? I think by now the answer is definitive. Uh, that uh, Pullman, despite his perhaps racist views, nevertheless discovered that former uh, uh, house slaves could produce the best service on these Pullman cars, and he gave black men jobs that they never otherwise could have had across the country. There are some writers, uh, particularly, who believe that the black middle class uh, was created from these sleeping car porters who traveled across the country in these cars, got to read newspapers, magazines from all over the country, came home and said to their children, you must get educated. That's the only way you're going to make it in the United States. Mm -hmm. That's a fascinating bit of, of uh, history. And, uh, yes, on balance, uh, the view has come down to the fact that these supporters, however they were abused or treated badly by uh, Pullman, he nevertheless gave them jobs that they otherwise could not have had. And I mentioned in introducing you that you're a hotel consultant, and by the 1870s, many of his cars became hotels for special events for cities that didn't have adequate hotel space. Am I correct? You're right. Exactly right. He, at first, resisted going into that business, but then subsequently realized that there were a lot of cities that didn't have enough hotel rooms when they would have some special event, you know, some large convention that was taking place. And a lot of those conventions arose out of the veterans of the Civil War uh, who would have big meetings, and the hotels could not accommodate them. So Pullman had a, a, a batch of cars that he could pull into the uh, railroad yards outside or in town and uh, uh, rent those rooms out, those Pullman rooms out to hotel conventioners who were attending this huge convention. And that became a business that ultimately 100,000 people stayed in Pullman cars overnight, more than stayed in hotels. 
at, for some uh, batch of years. When you say more than stayed in hotels, you mean more than stayed in the nation's fine hotels together in one. That's, that's right, all together. Yes, Stanley, that's thousand people. Those cars had to be provided 200 cars for Knights of Templars meeting in St. Louis. We only have a minute left, but those had to be yes. expensive cars. 200 cars, a lot of, a lot of money. Well, they were, believe it or not, these were cars that uh, were pulled off the service of daily Pullman cars. Mm -hmm. These, in other words, were cars that were no longer in service, and Pullman found this alternate use for them as uh, uh, hotels on wheels. Well, it's a fascinating, a fascinating look at a at a name. You know, we talk about Pullman cars and don't think a lot about it. Stanley right. Turkle is a New York-based hotel consultant. You can read about 250 of uh, his articles. He's written a couple of books as well. You can find them at Stanley Turkle. That's T-U-R-K-E-L.com. Uh, just sit back, put your feet up. There's some fascinating pieces there. Stanley, Mr. Turkle knows a lot about hotels and lodging. Stanley, I know it's your first time on the show. I hope you'll come back and visit us now and then and talk about uh, uh, your expertise. Rudy, thanks for the opportunity. I appreciate it, and good luck to you. Thank you so much. We'll be right, right back bye. here in Rudy Max's. Bye-bye. We'll be right back here in Rudy Max's. We're going to be joined by Larry Olmsted, who's going to take a contrary view to our guest last week, who thought this new Delta rule about basing your elite status on how much money you spend on an airline was a bad idea. Larry Olmsted's got a different opinion. We'll be right back after these messages. Don't touch that dial. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. At Granger, we understand running a facility means wearing a lot of hats. One minute you're replacing a condenser fan motor, the next you're swapping out fluorescent bulbs. That's why we offer over 900,000 products in 31 product categories. Many ready right when you need them, from HVAC equipment to safety supplies. Whatever you need, even if it's a new hat. Yeah, We've got those, too. To help keep your business running efficiently, call clickgranger.com or stop by a branch today. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you have gout and think a few attacks a year are all you have to worry about, think again. Fact is, gout can attack silently, even between flares. You may not feel it, but gout's root cause, high uric acid, can allow crystals to continuously form and build up in your joints. Over time, this may lead to attacks in other joints, constant pain, and joint destruction. So don't wait. Get more information at goutinfo.com and talk with your doctor about ways to keep your uric acid at a lower, healthy level. Ladies, are any of these symptoms familiar? Weight gain, hot flashes, rapid heartbeat, night sweats? How about fatigue, nausea, low energy? Or what about sleeplessness, low libido, and fat storage, especially around the belly area? If you're a woman over 40 experiencing any of these symptoms, you probably have hormonal imbalance. And until you balance your hormones, it'll be practically impossible to get rid of these problems. But you're in luck because Ambrin is the all-natural formula clinically shown to cause sustained weight loss in women over 40 with no big change in lifestyle. Ambrin restores hormonal balance in women over 40, so the extra pounds fall away and the other symptoms simply disappear. To receive a complimentary risk-free trial with a free 30-day supply, just be one of the first 50 callers right now at 1-800-525-2563. Free supplies are limited, so be one of the first callers right now at 1-800-525-2563. That's 1-800-525-2563. I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. It's one of thousands of true travel tales they receive every year. Diane and her friend were enjoying a summer cruise in the Mediterranean when her legs started to itch uncontrollably. 
She let it go, thinking it would get better. But when she noticed it getting inflamed and red, her mind went to her worst fear. For the rest of the story and a chance to win a Kindle, visit TravelGuard.com stories. TravelGuard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. Do you or someone you know have an overseas trip coming up? Perhaps a college student preparing to study abroad or someone planning a honeymoon or trip of a lifetime. Why not get a feel for the place by ordering one of my DVDs? From Paris to Hong Kong, Tokyo to Tuscany, I've made more than 80 shows on the world's great destinations. Knowing a bit about the history, culture, people, and cuisine of a city or region beforehand can enrich any trip. Just click on store at www.maxa.tv to sample my DVDs. That's maxa.tv, and check out the new Blu-rays as well. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Max's World. Uh, check me out at Facebook and go to the fan page and hit like, will you? Uh, it impresses advertisers. Uh, the fan page is Rudy Maxa TV Show. I know this is a radio show, but I have a series of TV shows on public television, and Facebook didn't have a category for radio show. I don't know if it does now, but it didn't when I set up my fan page. So don't go to Rudy Maxa. That's my personal page. I know, pay no attention to it. I have too many friends. Um, you may remember last week we had the godfather of, or the father, really, of one of America's original frequent flyer programs, American Airlines, on. And he had a rather harsh reaction to the decision by Delta Airlines that was announced recently that beginning in 2014, a year from now, your elite status in an airline's frequent flyer program will be based not just on the number of uh, miles you fly or segments you fly, but also on how much cash you spend <clears throat> Excuse me, with that airline. Now, uh, they aren't onerous numbers. I mean, to get to the first in Delta, for example, you have to spend $2,500. Since you've got to fly 25,000 miles, you'll probably wind up spending that. Not necessarily. Larry Olmstead writes the Great great Life column for Forbes.com. He looks at all things fabulous, travel, food, golf, skiing. You can also follow him at Travel Food Guy, his Twitter handle, Travel Food Guy. Um, and he's got a different opinion. He really thinks this is the airlines are doing the right thing. Larry, welcome to the show. Thanks, Rudy. Good to be here. Uh, okay, so... Uh, I, I got to say, you wrote a piece for Forbes, uh, uh, Forbes Life, which is uh, or for Forbes.com, excuse me, um, which did open on a sort of dismal note. You you noted that most regular flyers, frequent flyers, are really traveling for the elite status as opposed to get fr getting free tickets because those who don't have elite status are basically treated like cattle. Yeah, I mean, I think that's been a, a fundamental change over the recent years. You know, when the, when the, when these programs were introduced, people wanted to accrue miles and get a you know free ticket to Hawaii, often as an adjunct to their work travel. You know, get something for themselves. But as the airlines have increasingly um, made travel more onerous and rolled out all kinds of extra fees for baggage, for picking even aisle seats, things like that, uh, I think a lot more people are focused on the status as a way to circumvent all those annoyances. All right, and and now 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 the the gentleman who started American Airlines frequent flyer program objected to this this new rule that Delta is kicking in next year, saying, "Look, these are supposed to be loyalty programs, not how much money you spend. It's what airline you choose to fly most often." You disagree with that? Well, I, th I still think that reflects loyalty, and and I want, just want to be clear. I mean, personally, I'd be happy for the system to stay the same way because the right. spending isn't going to help me. I'm right. just looking at it from the airline's perspective, and you got to realize that. Basically, every airline that's been in existence since the start of aviation has gone out of business um, or is in the process of going out of business. You know, the model is broken, um, and, you know, the airlines have to be more savvy about their bottom line. 
Right. So you, you, you're saying this makes much more sense for the airlines to reward people who might pay full fare because they're flying at the last minute or might play business class because uh, one, of, one of last week's guest's objections was that what you're going to have are a bunch of lawyers and consultants flying, and they're not even paying for their tickets. Somebody else is. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not looking at it as, you know, the quality of the mix of the people on the plane. <laughs> um, I, I just think, you know, from the airline's perspective, it's, it's what are they rewarding. And what people don't realize is, you know, flying is still relatively cheap. And when you buy a $375 ticket from coast to coast round trip, there's a very slim margin for the airline in that. And if something goes even slightly wrong, like your baggage doesn't make it and they have it, have it delivered to you or they have to put you overnight in a hotel and give you some meal vouchers, they've now lost that slim profit on that one trip yet if you do that 10 times they'll they'll give you all kinds of things whereas you know they'd be better off giving giving those bonuses to the person who's buying one ticket that costs 10 times as much as that listeners who might not fly light might wonder what all kinds of things people get when they reach these various thresholds in airlines elite programs uh, uh you want to go ahead and list some i'll i'll list any you forget sure sure i mean you get you know uh to me, the biggest is probably not having to pay for your baggage, um, you know, depending on the airline and depending on what tier you reach, at least one, usually two bags um, for free by being elite, which is a lot. You know, you could be talking about a $100 round trip every time you fly or more. Uh, priority check-in, and another biggie would be um, priority reservations of, of choice seats, meaning emergency row, aisle, bulkhead, uh, whereas increasingly if you just go online and buy a, a coach ticket on a particular flight, you're going to be in, in the middle. And there's special dispensation for sometimes collecting awards. You know, they'll waive a fee here and there. Yep. It really is, if you're a frequent flyer, an, an advantage. All right, well, listen, Larry, um, I know we're going to talk to you in the next hour because you're staying at uh, the newest hotel to open in Vegas. I'll reveal that name uh, when we come back. So stick around. We'll call you back. We'll have you on the line. But I appreciate your giving an alternate view today uh, to our listeners. Always a pleasure. We'll talk with uh, uh, George a little later. You can check out his column. Excuse me, Larry, a little later. Who's George? Um, that was my previous guest. Uh, Larry, uh, Larry writes for the, uh, for the website Forbes.com. His column is, is called The Great Life Column, and you should check it out if you're interested in travel, food, golf, skiing. He uh, does a whole potpourri of stuff. We'll be right back in just a moment. Got a couple deals of the week you're going to like. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at rudymaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. Now, if you call that toll-free number and we're not on the air, you'll get a recording. You hear my voice inviting you to leave a message. Tell me what time zone you're in and what your comment or question is. If it's a question I think the audience at large might be able to profit from, we may have you on the air. I may simply answer it on the air. If you've got a guest idea or a uh, gripe or, oh, God forbid, even a word of praise, uh, go ahead and, and, and leave it at 800-387-8025. Don't be shy. Um, again, uh, Facebook page is Rudy Max, a TV show. We uh, often post things related to today's show on there. I post some deals during the week that come across my clear, something, anything interesting that comes uh, 
across my plate. And if you want to send me a personal email, just do it to Rudy at RudyMaxa.com, R-U-D-Y-M-A-X-A. Hey, if you're going to be uh, anywhere near Denver between now and Valentine's Day, this is Valentine's Day week. Stop down at the Southwest Airlines rink at Skyline Park because, first of all, you get to skate for free. And the rink's last open day will be Valentine's Day, which I think is Thursday. Uh, But here's the other part. Each day, the airline's going to have a drawing to award some lucky couple two free round-trip tickets on Southwest. So not only do you get to ski for free, excuse me, skate for free, you might win a couple free tickets on uh, Southwest. And uh, on closing day, which I said is Valentine's Day, even your skate rental will be on the house. But even if you don't go on Valentine's Day, it's just two bucks to rent a pair of skates. So $4 gets you both on the ice. Oh, let's check out a couple deals of the week, see what we got here. Uh-huh, the cash register, signifying deal of the week. Well, speaking of Valentine's Day, you know, everybody's got special deals. I don't know whether there's still rooms available at some of these places, but uh, are you familiar with Catalina Island? It's just off the coast of Los Angeles, and uh, it's it's a pretty interesting little island, and there are several hotels there, and there are three that have hotel packages, and they're promising between 15 and 30% off on romantic deals. But here's the nice thing. You can... Uh, you can take advantage of these deals anytime during February. So even if you uh, call up for Valentine's weekend this next weekend and they're booked, you can you know, take another weekend or middle of the week or whatever. One hotel is called uh, uh, the Aurora Hotel, and they're going to throw in a boat ride, accommodations uh, for two nights. When I say boat ride, that's the boat fare on the Catalina Express, which links the mainland of Southern California with Catalina Island. It's very short. As I recall, it's about a half, 20-minute ride over been a while, but I've done it a few times. Uh, so you're going to get two hotel nights, round-trip fare on Catalina Express, a bottle of chilled champagne, the obligatory half a dozen roses, and a continental breakfast that's starting at $6.38 per, plus tax per couple. Now, remember, that's for two nights, so it works out to about three fifteen dollars a night. Not bad. Um, you can add a couple's massage for $175. And there's the Avalon Hotel there on Catalina. Again, you're going to get your Catalina Express round-trip fare, the champagne, the half a dozen roses. It's six fifty dollars a couple, about the same. And the Pavilion Hotel, this is savings up to about 15%. The previous is 30%. Starts at $300 a couple for one night. Champagne and strawberries and amenity. Get dinner at the Avalon Grill with a chef-tasting menu. And if you're in Los Angeles and don't like to go on boats across the water, check out the Hotel Wilshire. We're actually going to be broadcasting live from the Hotel Wilshire in a couple weeks from Los Angeles. This is uh, Hotel Wilshire's Get Your Sexy Back Romance Package. Um, you're going to get a suite with an aphrodisiac amenity. Don't hold it against me. I have no idea what it is. A cookbook with a... Sp- fairly suggestive title of Fork Me, Spoon Me, The Sensual Cookbook from a woman named Amy Riley. You're going to get a couple uh, Kimpton animal print uh, bathrobes. The uh, Hotel Wilshire is a Kimpton hotel. Plus $125 food and beverage credit toward a Valentine's Day dinner for two at Eric Greenspan's uh, restaurant that's on the roof of the hotel. It's called The Roof on Wilshire. You'll get a late checkout and free valet parking. Now, it's $600 for one night, but remember you're getting $125 uh, uh, on food and beverage and a couple freebies like robes. This represents a 30% savings. And again, it's good till the end of February. So if you can't get a room on Valentine's weekend, uh, make a promise to your Valentine and keep it and go later in the week. Uh, we have a lot of Parker Meridian. Oh, we got only one uh, this weekend. Uh, this sale ends at midnight Eastern time on Sunday night. Uh, this is a deal where you can stay at the, Kim- the Parker Meridian Hotel in New York, right on 57th or 56th. They have doors on both streets. Um, between the 15th and the 18th of this month, and again the 22nd and the 24th. So if you've got some New Year plans, 225 a night includes a standard room, a choice of overnight parking, or continental breakfast for two. Again, this expires at midnight Eastern time, 
Sunday evening. So keep that in mind. And American Airlines is beginning new service to Seoul, Korea. And they're, they've got some sale uh, price tickets to try to get you to get on their new, new route. About $1,268, all taxes included, for a round trip. Um, that's between, I believe, L.A. and Seoul. Uh, you can begin your travel May 9th and travel anytime through August 15th. Got to complete your travel by August 20th. But you've got to purchase your ticket by Thursday, February 21st. So if you want to go see the Gangnam neighborhood that uh, brought the world that treasure named Psy, this is the flight you want to take. American Airlines service to Seoul. That about wraps it up for Rudy Max's World this hour. Our stations will take a break. We're going to do uh, take a little break for some local news, some messages. I'll have a drink of water, and I'll be back. We've got a whole new roster of guests. We'll be checking out uh, uh, the newest hotel that just opened, uh, sort of tucked in the Caesar Palace campus, if you'll allow me to call it that, on the Strip in Las Vegas. We're going to get a, an eyewitness report from our guest who is in his room there at this very moment. So uh, stick around. We're going to also talk with... Uh, uh, James, uh, with a man who's going to tell us what happens if you fall ill while you're in midair on a commercial flight. I think you'll be cheered at the news you'll hear. If your station is leaving us this hour, we'll see you again here next week in Rudy Max's world. Meanwhile, travel safely, stay care, stay well, and uh, have a lovely Valentine's Day. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.